What's going on, big dog? Can you hear me? I surely do. Take, I'm All taking right. Myself video. Take myself on video. Get yourself on video, big dog. There you go. Yeah. What's up? All right. What's up, man? How, How you been? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing all right, doing all right. I'm driving on the East Coast. It's like 15 degrees. <laughs> hey, at least it ain't snowing like out here. Yeah, no, it was snowing the past couple of days, so you know. Man, I need to I need to move. Kind of get right, tired. Well, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Digitally Dreamy on the Ground podcast. I'm joined today by my Chicago Falcons brother, the one, the only and my special teams kickoff squad. Sound off, <laughs> bro. Alex Nard. Alex, how you doing today? Good, man. I miss miss you, Ace. Man, been a while, man. I'm glad you got me been on the long podcast, man. I yeah, no, it's been a long time. Hmm? No, so yeah, you're saying sorry. No, I said I appreciate you getting me on your podcast, man. Been a long time coming, man. A long time coming, 100, percent man. So yeah, no, definitely. So obviously, I mean, like, you know, I think we haven't speak, I haven't virtually seen you face to face. Oh, I haven't seen, yeah, we haven't, what, three years now. I think three years last time we actually, you know, saw each other. Yeah. Yeah, it, it been, so. yeah, yeah, it been, a, it been, that's actually, yeah, like three years. Yeah, three years, yeah. Two. Well, you know, time flies, we're having fun, right? <laughs> yeah, man. You already know. Yeah. Oh, man. So let's go ahead and let's start from the beginning. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Alex is my teammate from the Falcons. Um, you know, we basically, the 2018 season, we're going to probably go through that because, you know, I definitely been me and recap that with somebody who was there with me from the start to the finish. Um, and so, yeah, uh, actually, no, one sec. Hold up. Let me, get, let me grab one thing. Go on here, broski. Oh, hi. Okay, now. It don't matter if we're in New Jersey. don't matter if we're in Cali. We are out here. <laughs> Got that bling. Got yes, that sir. bling. Yes, Yo. <laughs> so, obviously, you know, for your – on our first game together, was it? I think it was April 22nd. We played the Cardinals. April 19th, 22nd? I think 22nd, whenever. Ooh, there, yeah, we played the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, and then we we lost fourteen zero, and then and 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 then you then you were asking me like near, near the end of the game, you're like, who's on you? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it might be five, it might be ten. I mean, both of them were raw. I mean, honestly, and they're they're really good, you know, corners because they could they could just grab me by the by the shoulder pads, <laughs> and then yeah, I couldn't yeah. even do nothing, you know. Your ass up. I mean, yeah, and so and then and then, and then you said. And they said, oh, but then you're like, oh, man, like, okay, I, I'm trying to think of something. Like, you know, maybe you can cut around backside. Maybe you can come up. So one thing I know is, is, that, is that you're always that kind of student of the game. You know what I mean? Like, I talk to me about kind of your early life. Were you, was football always your number one or kind of how did you get into football? Oh, I was really just watching my brother a little bit. Then I got a few of my cousins that played on the Hubbard, Hubbard High School in Chicago. Right. So right, I was right. really intrigued by football. So, right. but before I even – Saw football really like that. Really paid attention to it. I was my I legit got attracted to football by watching the Bears. Okay. Yeah. So the like the first time I ever saw like football period was like with Cal Orton. Cal. Brent, <laughs> hey, you know I I think he played on the Forty Nine. Did you heard of Brandon Lloyd? Yeah, of course, Brandon Lloyd. Yeah. That's the first football play I saw. Like. I just remember the play too. He taught her like a streak route and caught one handed. I don't know what year it was, but ever since that day, I was just intrigued by it and just followed through. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember he had an 80 yard touchdown um, against the Rams 2014. Kaepernick was still on the team. It was pretty, it was pretty remarkable because his athletic ability and everything, you know, it's pretty cool to see that, you know. So Brandon Lloyd was definitely a baller um, in his day. So that's cool. Obviously, like, yeah, your brother got you into it. And I met your family, obviously, you know, over in the West Side. So, you know, I, you know, I should shout out. Should I, uh, Shout out to the to the to the to the Tenards, man. <laughs> we out here. Um, obviously, oh, you know, with with that season, that first game, you know, even though we lost, we ended up winning the next game, and then we had to go travel to the Southern Lake Blue Devils um, game, uh, you know, in Wisconsin, and then that was when I actually got my first kind of experience being paired with you on kickoff. Uh, and if you remember, AJ was was it was during return. AJ was was the return man. And basically, AJ, AJ got the ball, and then he was supposed to go up the field, right? He just and he went straight up, and then, and then I took the man in front of him, 
and then and then, and you and you already won your matchup. I'd sacrifice my body for the for, for my matchup, and then AJ was able to get thirty six yards up the field. And then, mm-hmm. and then, and then, and then, uh, you obviously, you know, the, our office couldn't get anything going. So, 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 so the, the next series, the blue devils scored and they kicked, they kicked the ball back up to us. And then pretty much, and then obviously we know the same, same situation, but essentially, you know, I mean, uh, the, on, on the right side, you, you were flanked on the right side, flanking that side of kickoff. Right. And I was on the mm-hmm. left side. And then basically, if I recall correctly, you know, they, uh, AJ, AJ went on the left side, but he didn't, uh, but he, but I mean, I, I was, I was my, I, I was able, I was able to get my man out of bounds, but there are two other guys who were, who were able to get to him. Before he before he could go more than five yards, and then mm-hmm. and then and then I remember we were coming out the field, and I remember you saying, "I wanted to run on my side. I wanted to run on my side, man." Like the, 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 these these little dudes are short as hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> like and then, oh, man, yeah. And then I think I, I think I, I think I think C was also playing uh, a Caesar. Yes, yeah, Caesar. You know, I mean, I'm rest in peace. Yeah, you know, he was also C. playing uh, kickoff, and uh, and we definitely had some good times with him too, man. So. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, kind of talking about kind of you know what you thought about special teams, man. I mean, I remember, man. We just had great, great memories, great moments. I mean, the AJ, AJ, you know, having that that return, you know, obviously, you know, I, even though it cost me, you know, kind of being ran over, sacrificed my body for the play. Mm. Our, our, our team still gained net kind of positive net yardage, but kind of for you, obviously, you know, you're a utility player, and 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 you also had some pretty pretty significant moments like blocks, and you know, also you know plays that set up you know our, our returners, whether it was AJ or someone else. So kind of talking to me about kind of you know what your experience was like you know playing special teams and playing with me on special teams. <laughs> oh, man, just to start it off, like special teams, yeah. I took it. I just like you said, being a utility player, I was going to be put in here or there. So I just said, man, maybe go ahead and find my niche in special teams. I was like, I know if if I can help the team get upfield, further upfield, because we already know our offense is just poorly executed. I just knew if we get up field, we have we had a chance to get a field goal or some point for some points on the board. So I said, man, let me tr- let me go ahead and try my best and do that. So I definitely yeah. love blocking. So I definitely love not look this out. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. And, and, and the cool thing is obviously with semi pro, you know, like like I've told many other guests on the show, and like kind of you know I've also kind of you know experienced you know through throughout. You know, we got to go play arena games. Like going to play the West Michigan Ironman, but we also got to play, you know, against other like semi-pro teams. So the so the name, the the definition of semi-pro is kind of fluid in the sense that we also got the opportunity to scrimmage and play against some some actual professionals as well. Yeah. You know, and we also got the opportunity to kind of like you know play you know against guys who are just breaking in, you know, all, all different skills at all different levels. And obviously, if you remember, I mean, also you know our teammate Phil uh, during 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 the West Michigan Ironman game <laughs> when he was on kickoff, <laughs> and then remember he turned his. <laughs> Man, yeah, that was. I mean, you know, man. For me, like I had been out of the so before I joined the Falcons, I I played you know a few years JUCO and obviously you know played mm-hmm. some arena ball before that, and so mm-hmm. you know and then I'd obviously went back to school. I finished my bachelor's, to break book in the industry, then I finished my master's, and I finally got the offer and moved out to Chicago, right? And I'm here, I am new city, you know. I mean, don't really know too many people, right? So obviously, you know, kind of playing some of my pro ball is a way for me to kind of, you know, build my network again, also kind of get that feeling, kind of when I saw that arena was still a thing out in the Midwest, because obviously the weather and everything like that, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, we got to get on this, so obviously, mm-hmm. obviously, and, 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 and you're probably one of my first, you know, closest friends, you and Caesar, um, you know, on the squad, you know, when I first joined, you know, Falcons back in April that year, three years ago now, it's gonna be three years this, this April, you know, four years, holy crap, four years this, this April. Yeah, yeah four. So, um, you know, obviously, like, I mean, you know, for you, kind of, what was your experience like with the Falcons, you know, um, you know, throughout your tenure? Um, you know, obviously, you know, for me, it was just, even though it was only that one season, I really enjoyed it, you know, because, you know, for me, being able to have an impact both as a GM, but also being able to play, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it was still, it was still kind of the best of both worlds, but kind of, obviously, you're also involved in the operation side of things. And you're also able to kind of get that exposure with playing against other professionals and other semi-professionals. And we ended up having some success, you know, even though, you know, we struggled on the road because of guys being able to have travel issues, but we, but we had good success at home, you know, mm-hmm. so kind of talk to me about what, what, what your takeaways were from, from the 2018 season, you know, um, with the Falcons. Well, for me, it was just about all about learning, learning the game. Cause yeah. I knew like I was stronger than a few people, but also was weaker than a few people. So it just gave me an opportunity just to boost my IQ. That's really, yeah. that's really much to it. Like, I knew I, I knew I could have. I just wanted to have fun, learn it. I knew that, you know, I definitely want to play some other positions, but man, I just, <laughs> I just wasn't skilled at it. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool though because even if you weren't skilled at it, you still got the opportunity. You know, depending on kind of when, when you know how how our numbers looked at the game day or kind of you know heading mm-hmm. to game day and kind of 
what coach needed us. You know, obviously I remember when we played the uh, Kalamazoo Titans, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I got to be up back and also got to, you know, on pump block or punt rather, you know, to kind of block mm-hmm. for, for Dan, you know, our, our kicker. And I also mm-hmm. got the opportunity, I mean, basically for kickoff return or kickoff, um, you know, be able to kind of just kind of get my knees. And also fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, you know, I get opportunities at wide out, you know, depending on when, you know, I mean, the the, the situation called for it. So, yeah, I mean, pretty much, you know, obviously, but I, I remember we also had the, we had the game against the Chicago Fire, and then you were on defense, and I was on offense, and I basically ran, and then, and then, and then, and then you know, okay, I, I remember I was running straight, I was going to slant, and you were right there, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, then he said, then he said, okay, it's my time now, and it was, ooh, and he was looking, like, you hit me with the shoulder. <laughs> Yo, I don't even like, that. God damn. I don't, I don't even remember that. What? Yeah, of course you don't. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're too amped up. You're too in the moment. I was like, damn, like, gee, like, you know what I mean? We, we're on the same side here. But obviously, you know, coach was making us run the scrimmage and he wanted to make sure we were, we were competing. And I actually appreciate yeah. that in hindsight because, you know what I mean? That helps me too, you know, because being out of the game so long, coming back into it, you know, being kind of used to my pro, it was good for me. So kind of, I mean, would you say the same for you? Obviously, from the learning side, because we talked about kind of, you mentioned how it was a learning experience, but also kind of being able to, you know, get that exposure and kind of be able to play out your comfort zone. Do you think that was something that you enjoyed too? Oh yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Just getting experience, different, different sides of people, mentality, knowing their mentalities, learning who they are. Yeah, it definitely helped me out. Definitely helped you out. Yeah, obviously, you know, 3481, man. And obviously outside the field, you know, me, you, Caesar, man. (laughs) <laughs> we were yeah. oh we went to downtown and then we hit that we hit that pizza spot and we were eating the pizza the deep dish and then and then and after we're done you're like damn you know someone's gotta give birth <laughs> hey you know how we got you it's crazy enough how we got the tell the people how we got the man we have to how do we even no actually i don't remember <laughs> you tell me <laughs> this man right here how you going to – you talking about, hey, let's get this restaurant downtown. This is good. They got fish and yeah. chicken. I'm like, all right, babe, it's a restaurant? Yeah. We brought Caesar with us, walking around for like, boy, over 30, 40 fucking minutes. <laughs> we ended up at a, a damn J&J, J.J. Fish. <laughs> you did say – you did – the thing about it was you said J&J. So, we was, so me and Caesar was like – it's a, it has to be a restaurant. But when you took us to the to the spot, it was just a fast food joint. <laughs> I wish you just said fit. You like we didn't think about it like in full. You said sir, fish and chicken, J and J. Like, all right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yo, like, come on, man. Hey, man, you no, got that from out west. <laughs> out west. No, we have, we went to the J and J's, but then we did, but then we went to the pizza spot next door, right? Because then because yes. because we're like because because you because you, you and Caesar are like nah, we <laughs> we <laughs> we you said this all we ain't finna have no we we ain't finna have no Southside J and J's. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he said that too. What? <laughs> That, that pizza <laughs> joint was fire, though. That yeah. deep dish was fire. Hey, man, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I still remember it. You know, even out here in Jersey, I mean, they they, they, they don't make the deep dish like Chicago, you know? So, oh, yeah. I mean, the weather, the weather's pretty similar, but, yeah, I mean, the pizza's still, like, you know, you know top, top notch. I, I, I forgot the name of the place, too. I forgot where we went, but it was, it was mm-hmm. pretty bar. Yeah, man. man. Shoot, man. Good times, man. And then we did a little promotional video for the Falcons and kind of advertising the – the team back with the hot spot radio in July, man. Me and that big ass shirt. Yeah, my big ass shirt. <laughs> man, I can't believe it. I, I think of the back end. I'm like, damn, I wore that what that fucking triple X. Yeah, was an XL. I looked like that, like a parachute on me. <laughs> I just said, I just had to do what I had to do. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it, bro. That's just, we have to do what we have to do. But I think ultimately, kind of in summary, I mean, we had so many highlights. You know, like I said, the Kalamazoo Titans game. You know, where you know we're on, we, I mean, we were you and I were paired together on, on many kind of situations. You know, the the Sun Lake mm-hmm. Blue Devils. Um, I forgot. I mean, we played against Cardinals. We played some home games. Did we play? Were you there when we we traveled to go play the Cops Championship against the Blue Devils, or were you not there back in Blue, October? Blue Devils. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah maybe not. Yeah. If that's the issue with 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 minor league ball, you know, sometimes you get a full roster, sometimes you don't. <laughs> you know, I mean, so mm-hmm. one of those things. 
And then obviously, I mean, but I think in summary, hey man, we had pretty good run. So I don't like, I mean, I'm good. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. So <laughs> hey, hey, you got the blade, hey, man. You gotta yes, show sir. that off. You gotta start off. Bird gang, baby. No, I think I mean for me, obviously, you know, playing with you, I mean, we had we had a lot of good moments, you knock kickoff, offense when you were when you were playing when you were playing fullback, when you also I think you lined up on receiver on a few times. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, I mean, yeah, against the against Blue Devils, against the um, against Titans, against the Cardinals. I mean, it was just a good learning experience. You know, I think also kind of for me, also kind of re kind of restart my memory, kind of get back my feet wet under me, get my legs under me, right? And mm-hmm. it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. And then obviously, when I started the Illinois Carnage, you're you're one of the first people to come to to, to you know to, to cross over. So I mean, and then you obviously got got a lot more opportunities there. I would say, you know, um, both playing wise and everything. So kind of talking about what your experience is like, you know, instead of now, you see, obviously you have weird teammates, and now you're playing for my team. So talking about what that experience like for you. Oh, uh, actually, it was pretty, pretty, pretty fun. I just did like the roster gap, just the excitement of everybody from different teams. Just I, just, I kind of felt like it was the Raiders type of situation. Yeah, in some sort of fashion, like you know, they don't want you. Come come join Death Row over here real quick. That's how I yes, kind of took it. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> I already know my boy A hey, LA gonna be there. I'm like, all right, cool. We all right, baby. <laughs> Man, it was fun. I like the jersey. You you thought of jersey. You you put some thought in that jersey. Yeah. For real, for real. 26, yeah. baby. Hey, yeah. Anyone wa- any, anyone watching this on YouTube? We watch on Spotify. You follow me on IG, you'll see the jersey that because you know you got that you, you know that practice. You're just, you're just you're rocking it, 26 Tenard. I'm like, man, you know, man, I'm and like, the silver. I still need to get that jersey. I still need to get it yeah, hanged no, you up. Still, you, yeah, I know. You definitely need to get that framed up, bro. I mean, because, I mean, you you actually you actually had one of the better seasons out of a running backs that year, you know? So, I mean, you know, you actually made a lot of improvement from the Falcons crossing over. So, something that you can definitely, you know, hang your hat on. So, yeah. congrats to you for that. And, you know, it was a great yeah. season, you know, obviously being your teammate and also having you as one of my players, you know, uh, you know, for my team. But, you know, kudos yeah, to you, you know, and, uh, man. Yeah, I just needed an opportunity to get some more PT. So, it was a lot of running backs. They went uh, on the Falcons, so that gave me an opportunity to do something. So, I 100%. definitely took you advantage know, and, of it. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and again, I mean, uh, with, with football, even at the minor level, when free agency hits, it's not it's not a matter of, you know, loyalty or anything like that. It's a business at the end of the day, too. Whether or not you're getting paid to play, you know, hey, you're trying to get your opportunity, you're trying to get your playing time, you know, because that's your that's your that's your opportunity to get some film out there and be able to kind of you know get your name out there, you know what I mean? So it's almost no doubt, you know. So obviously, you know, it was cool, you know, for me obviously to kind of give you an opportunity, but also be your teammate, you know, because you know when we were, I'm like, okay, I know, I know, I know, Al tens, Alan scored tens, thirty four and I'm twenty six, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, when eighty one lines up, man, we gonna rise. We're gonna ride. So mm-hmm, for yeah, sure. You know, kickoff squad, whatever. So cool. All right. Now let's talk about obviously, you know, I mean, um, you know, now kind of what you're into. I mean, you're you're involved with kind of marketing. You're also doing um I know, I know, I know you're doing construction too, but also kind of what you're really involved with, kind of with, with your with your day to day right now. My my day to day, uh I'm doing yeah. life insurance, helping found families, helping serve the community. And I've been been at it for what two, two and a half years now. And it's yeah. definitely changed my life, man. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, Talk to me a little bit about that. Kind of, kind of what's your business model? Kind of, you know, what do you guys offer with that? Oh, basically, well, I, I'm independent. So basically, I got access to different life insurance companies. So I got one, the AIG, National Life Group, uh, American National, John Hancock, and all the, all, basically, all of them are A plus, A graded. So they just top quality, but I've been doing other yeah, things as well too. Yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've been at it. Oh, well, <laughs> I've been, yeah. I've very much been. At, oh man, yeah, I've very much been at it. Shoot, I'm trying to learn how to be a social media manager. You know, I, I had okay. to boost my my marketing skills up. Yep, so, yep. Yeah, man. And I got, I'm actually an artist too, so I got music on the way. I still, still got to do that. Got to like a hundred songs backed up. Ready to release. There you go. 100 songs ready to release. You know, you also got kind of, you know, like you said, social media going on, you know, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I was actually talking to someone today about social media marketing. He was giving me ideas for my profile. I'm like, I'm like, I'm good, G. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm good. <laughs> yeah, man. I just, I got, I got to keep learning it. I definitely, yeah. I definitely got to learn it. 
You definitely got to learn. I think step by step, you know, I mean, it's an iterative process, you know, iteratively, you'll, you'll come to you. But cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're involved with that. Now, those are your pursuits. Now we're going to talk about current sports in the professional realm. That's what you came here to do. I see you got the Bears, 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 Bears hoodie on. So we're going to talk, start with the Bears. So Justin Fields had a pretty subpar rookie season. Matt Nagy is now out as coach. Who's the new head coach for the Bears? Do you know? Uh, Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus. Okay. Matt Eberflus. Okay. Matt for a Matt. A naggy for when we when we had our season in 2018, the Bears made the playoffs with with Mitch with Mitch and, and Nagy. I was actually two. I actually attended two of those games. One of those games was the Patriots game, where they ended up. But the Patriots ended up beating the Bears and they ended up winning the Super Bowl. That, that was that was that was Tom Brady's last Super Bowl season with with New England. So mm. kind of what kind of what are you expecting as a Bears fan? Kind of how do you feel right now about the state of the Bears heading into this new season? Uh, I'm pretty. I can say I'm optimistic. I think things things gonna go. I believe. Things will go in the right direction because you got mm -hmm. got somebody that leads with direction. Right. Right. But I do think that, you know, obviously there's still some holes that need to be plugged, that need to be addressed, right? The O line oh, needs most to definitely. be addressed. Um, most definitely. You know, I think, you know, yeah. Come on. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, we gotta get rid of that center, man. That center gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> he gotta go. Gotta go. I believe yeah. he's he's more fitted for a backup role. I don't see him as a starter. Uh Tim mm -hmm. Mustafa, so. Yeah, he's not a starter. He yeah, gets, I mean, like, every and, time and, I watch and, him, and, and, push back. Push back, game beat. Mm -hmm. So essentially, I think that's kind of one of those things, man, when you really think about it, like, you know, in order to really kind of run an effective team, you're going to have to have a, a great team come from great offensive lines. You know what I mean? Great quarterback success comes from great offensive lines. And so, you know, if you don't have the the most, I think, critical position of the offensive lines in the center, if you don't have that kind of, you know, hold up, then – Hey, you know, I mean, you saw how the Niners did, you know, this year, you know, with the offensive line. I mean, we did mm -hmm. remarkable, even though Jimmy G was struggling. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, yeah, so Trey Lance is stepping to the fold. It's a very similar situation to Justin Fields this year. However, the mm -hmm. situation is a lot more favorable for for Trey Lance playing for the Niners than Justin Fields, you know, playing for the uh, Bears because of, because of the difference in the line. Mm -hmm. offensive talent and defense. <laughs> so. I'm saying, but like, it just got it just got to be some changes. I think it don't have to be the major changes, but just a, a few tweaks. I don't see a rebuild, but I see a reconstruct. Yeah, in, in a, in a I think way. also kind of yeah. I think also kind of like you said like we're like you know just just you know a few little pieces here and there. I see the same thing with the Niners. Not necessarily, actually, not even too many. Not a few pieces. I think I think we're good. You know. So. <laughs> oh no. I mean, man. Yeah, y'all, y'all. Yeah, y'all be pretty solid. Depending on how Trey Lance goes into next season, be yeah, it solid. depends. Kind of, you know, and that, you know, the thing about Trey Lance is that he has so much upside. You know, I mean, as a QB, it's like I'm looking mm -hmm. at it. I'm like, okay, he has great athleticism, great pocket presence, great mm -hmm. ability to, to kind of thread the needle, right? And so that to me is kind of like one of those things where it's like, okay, like you know, I see this from Trey, and um, you know, he really kind of represents something who can like, you know, his upside so 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 immense that he can definitely either. He, I see. I feel like it's like boom or bust potential. It's not really in between. It's either he booms and he's like, and he, and he just takes over the league, or he busts and then that's it. You know, what I mean, then we have to keep looking. So, oh uh, yeah, you know, he still he, like he came in the, like in the league raw still. So yeah, yeah, it's a huge yeah. risk. It's definitely it's a huge risk. But I do, but no, I do think that you know it's funny talking to Cowboys fan because I was on a podcast last week, the touchdown with Doug Smith. Mm -hmm. um, and he was saying that, oh yeah, like you know, it's like, it's like I want to train the Cowboys, <laughs> and the Niners got him. <laughs> he said he said he would have swapped. Yeah, yeah, he 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 would he would he was gonna he was willing to swap Dak for Trey, you know, because of because of Trey, because you know, I mean, that's a thing, you know. So yeah, go ahead. Um, what Dak for Trey? I mean, Dak, he's above average, but yeah, the mystery of Trey Lance is like. He can possibly ascend him. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. You won't do that. I, I, okay. I wouldn't. All right. I, I like the security blanket of Dak. Dak is Dak is. A I hear. It. I think Dak's a great, great, great athlete, but you know he hasn't really shown that he can win in the big time games. You know, in the postseason. So yeah, it, you know, it's I think it's good. It's just a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, the so if you so you tell me if he was on the Niners, then the, then the, he'd be in the Super Bowl right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> offense, the oh, offense. Like the reason why I say that is because Dak 
can work with that offense. Mm. He can work actually work with it. That's like putting Deshaun like a slightly below Deshaun Watson on the Niners. Somebody okay. that can evade, somebody that can evade, somebody that can still work in the pocket and with the RPO options. That's the reason why I say that. I think I think I think you know that, that's one of the things I was actually discussing that you know someone else the other day kind of the RPO option really is favorable um, for 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 a more kind of like a dual threat like like and yeah when Jimmy ran the RPO it was not it was not as good you know um, <laughs> like, like five yeah <laughs> ain't going nowhere I mean he makes he makes me look fast <laughs> I mean Trey <laughs> hey man but you know I mean uh, Trey. Trey Lance, I mean, it was cool, like um, to kind of see, you know, when they when they put him in the RPO, kind of those 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 touchdowns, those those field, those those end zone situations, red zone situations rather. Mm-hmm. I mean, he definitely he definitely offered a lot more, you know, athletically speaking, because of because of his mobility, you know, as you know, dual threat QB. So, I'm I'm excited to see how that's going to play out with with Kyle's uh, system. I do think one year of the playbook should benefit him, but Kyle's yeah. playbook is so complex. Um, you know, we have to see kind of how it's going to shape out. But I think he proved it. I mean, he he didn't improve so much. He people he won he won two games this year, right? Mm-hmm. But I do think it's interesting because it's like when you look at it, I do think there's a lot of. Um, I think I think Trey can definitely bring a lot more to the table than uh, obviously Jimmy uh, for, for for various reasons. Yeah. Um, if you ask me about Dak versus Trey um, right now, right? You said like so the security blanket, like you know you, you know you want to kind of go with with what you, the with the devil you know versus the versus the devil you don't, right? Yeah. But I do think that, but I do think Trey will definitely have a lot of opportunities to succeed in this new offense, uh, or not this new offense, yeah. but with, in in this offense with the Niners heading he'll next be, season. He'll be good. Trey will be good. He got to run first yeah. team. That's exactly the point. You know, you, you got to run first team. team. I mean, yeah, the RPO. It, <laughs> that's it eliminates what you do. a lot. It eliminates a lot of mistakes. Yeah. If you top, if you top ten in rushing, you you're gonna be a pretty good team if you got a good pass in the line. So. That's what I start saying. The trend. Uh-huh. Now let's kind of talk about the winners. I, I actually said my last episode, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do any Super Bowl, super, any episodes between, between Monday and the Super Bowl because my Niners are losing <laughs> and, and because it's a full sore subject. But since I got you on, I got my boy on, you know, my, my brother in arms, we can actually talk about, you know, Super Bowl a little mm-hmm. bit. So, so kind of, what did you think about the championship games this past weekend? Kind of, what are you expecting for the Super Bowl? Well, it's a toss up to me because I was watching, I was going for the Bills. And <laughs> like, I was the going Bills, for the Bills so actually, all yeah, the way. The, the, the viewers and listeners don't know is that the Bills are your second team. Yeah, they might. I'm, yeah. I'm a true fan. I'm true. I'm not bandwagon. Yeah. I was there when EJ Emanuel was there. <laughs> that bad. So don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you can't judge me. Man. So kind of talk to me though. Kind of, so you were going for the Bills, and then obviously they lose. Mm. So kind of what when you saw the change games this past week, and kind of what 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 were your thoughts? Um, last week, it was a it was a great game. It was yeah. a great game in terms of like back and forth. Like anybody could have won it. Anybody, it was legit toss up. It just a few plays gave them the Bengals the momentum. Yeah. And that's exactly oh. it. The Bengals, well, I do think actually, you know, because if you look at it, this is why I think. 21-3 heading into halftime, Kansas City. You look at the second half, Kansas City's health is just three points at Arrowhead. Three. Yeah. I mean, has I, that ever I, been I, done? Since, 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 since Mahomes has been started, has that ever been done? Where he's, he's hmm. only been held to three points in the second half? I, yeah, I, I think that, be, messed them, that messed them up just basically because they probably was overthrowing it. They was just they just stayed well, and messed them up. It's funny. I mean, I was talking to talk someone someone else about this the other day. They, he basically said that Reed wasn't what messed up was because you know the the like I said they're throwing it way too much, but then Reed wasn't mixing up the run. He wasn't balancing his offense with 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 with, with run plays. You know, it, it was really pass heavy. And um, but I mean, I watched the highlights. I mean, I mean, actually, I mean, Mahomes. They were able to force OT. They're able to kind of you know bring you know it was a very good game heading into the last quarter heading into the last quarter. But then obviously, then they then they turn the ball over, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the NOC, and then basically the Bengals capitalize and and they get the field goal. And Jamar Chase was and and, and T and, and T Hilton, man. I mean, oof. I mean, oh, sorry, T two Higgins. Two number ones. T Higgins. Two number ones. Yeah. 
Like people yeah. don't take into account like Jamar Chase is having a historic season as a rookie, but that other guy, T, he's a, a number one, playing the two. Like, how you gonna right. guard two number ones? And that's exactly the point, man. I mean, when you got that much firepower at receiver, that's kind of how I look at it. Like, like the Rams, I mean, they they do have Jalen Ramsey. They do have a great secondary, but I'm really interested to see because, you know, I mean, honestly, on paper, the Chiefs were the better team than the than mm. the Bengals. Oh, yeah. Actually, the Bills were better. The Bills are a better team than the Bengals, too. No you doubt. Know? I mean, but, and, but I just believe, like, the offense is, like, is so good, like, it just offsets a lot. The line is still kind of bad. <laughs> like, the offense is yeah. still kind of bad. So, <laughs> they, right. they, man, like, it's just good decisions by the quarterback. Just flat out good decisions. Honestly. Honestly, no, I agree with you. Because if you look at Joe Burrow's stats this year, I mean, what, 34 touchdowns, 14 picks, 4,700 yards? He literally set every passing record this one year. Just, and just he, him. And like, that's how they – you know, and I feel like, you know, kind of Joe Burrow, kind of this, this you, look for, you look for certain narratives in Super Bowl teams, right? Like when I'm looking at Joe Burrow and the Bengals, like I'm looking at a narrative, like this team has been underdog or like has not been favored in every single playoff matchup. And here they are on the Super Bowl. They're also, the, the, the Vegas has a line at four ramps. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is a perfect kind of situation. Almost like 2007 when the New York Giants won the Super Bowl against, against the 16-0 New England Patriots. This mm-hmm. is how it, I'm like, wow, this is very, very, it has the makings of kind of a very similar type of situation, you know? But um, I'm also cognizant of the fact that, you know, I mean, uh, the Rams are a great team. I mean, kudos to them. They beat my Niners. I talked about them in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, and they have new stars. But I mean, so have every, but so has every other team the Bengals have played. Every, every team the Cincinnati has played, they've always had better, they've had better stars, you know? And the offensive line, you know, like to your point, I mean, I mean Joe Burrow got sacked how many times against, the, against Tennessee? And then I, I, I former NFL veteran Marcus Ogden here, who basically said, "Oh yeah, you know, Kansas City is going to exploit that. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Frank Clark they're going to, they're going to, they're going to take advantage of that." But if you watch the mm-hmm. game, I mean, Cincinnati's O line. I mean, I'm not sure how they did it, but they, they held up, you know. And um, mm-hmm. also so, Joe Mixon, you know, coming out, and Joe Mixon, like you said, the offense. Joe Mixon out of the backfield prevents prevents another element to the offense. You know what I mean? Because Joe Mixon can can carve you up. He had yep. 1,200 yards this year. And, you know, his, his, I think he was named his first Pro Bowl, his first Pro Bowl season this year. So, I mean, when you look at it, I do think there's a lot more um, – I would say Cincinnati's offense is a lot more dynamic. Even though the Rams have Odell Beckham Jr., they have the the, mm-hmm. the leading all-time – the leading receiver, you know, the triple crown winner in Cooper Cup. They have, yeah. you know, Cam Akers, right? And they, they have technically a better offensive line. Um, you know, I mean, everyone's talking making about Matt versus Joe. Um and if it is coming down, I mean, I, I do think Joe Burrow is kind of that, that that X factor, really. You know, how well he can play and, and like, how well – because the ball gets out of his hands so quickly. You know what I mean? Because because the offensive line is so patchwork, Joe Burrow is releasing it within, I think, four seconds, something crazy. So, I do think that, you know, if he's able to maintain his momentum, then it could be a workout in tonight's favor. So, it's really just L.A. defense versus the Bengals offense. Right. It's just, just, just a clash. But I'm actually looking at the matchup between Jalen Ramsey and whoever he's guarding. And I'm not even right. saying Jamar. Right. Because there's going to be a lot of game planning to slow, at least slow Jamar. Even not even to say stop Jamar, but slow him down enough for the Rams to actually score. So there's going to be a lot of game planning on, on that Super Bowl. And I can see it working out in many different directions, right? But I do think that, you know, when I look at it, you know, I mean, hey, you know, I mean, I mean, Joe Burrow, man. I mean, Joe Burrow, it's just, it's, I mean, I would say this, though. I mean, I agree with you, kind of with Jalen Ramsey and the secondary, you know, whoever they have, you know, I mean, that that could be the deciding factor in the game. But when I look at it also from the offense, like we talk about the defensive line of, of mm-hmm. LA versus the offensive line of, of Cincinnati, that might be the difference, right? If the offensive line can hold Aaron Donald, and can hold, you know, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, Leonard Floyd, you know, Bear. yeah, Von Miller. I mean, you're talking about like two of the all-time greatest, you know, defensive players in the NFL in NFL history with Von Miller mm-hmm. and um, and uh, Aaron Donald. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to do, but if they can do it, you know, I mean, the Warriors uh, are able to do it. Uh, but more importantly than just them I mean, containing them, I think it's just yeah. Well, no, I think it's, it is about containing them. But like you said, I do think it's just about Joe Burrow's ability. Because if he's released the ball very quickly and, and if Jalen Ramsey is able to kind of win his matchup, he's going to have to look at other options, you know. But the good thing is Jamar Chase is one receiver. But they went to Jamar a lot, 
you know, throughout 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 the game on Sunday. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. He just that dynamic. You got to give him the ball somehow. Absolutely, got to. So, but I mean, looking at the Rams side, obviously my Niners lost to the Rams, and um, I thought we could win that game. Personally, I thought I thought I thought we were gonna. I mean, we were leading seventeen seven no, in the fourth away. quarter. It it could have gone either way. Just yeah. some better quarterback could have gone through. The coolest thing I remember from that game was Troy Aikman and the la- and the, not not the final drive when Jimmy turns the, ultimately seals the game and he, he turns it over. But Troy Aikman said on the drive for that drive, he basically said that you know because because L.A. had came back and they and they and they tied the game. He, then Troy mm-hmm. said he said because he said I'm afraid that it's going to come down to to um, to Jimmy Garoppolo to to win the game. And he said he said basically said I'm afraid it's going to come down to Jimmy. Like he dropped like you know like he he's not he doesn't trust Jimmy. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, it was just like – and obviously, Ellie's defense stepped it up in, in the fourth quarter, you know. So, you got to give them credit, you know, for bottling up the receivers the Niners. But mm-hmm. I do think that it would have been cool to see, you know, if um, you know if Jimmy could have had that moment. Because Jimmy's biggest criticism is you're, you're getting paid all this money. You haven't had your moment. You haven't won the Super Bowl. You led to the Super Bowl. But someone else already did that, a guy by the name Kaepernick, you know, 10 years ago or nine years mm-hmm. ago. And so, I mean, but he didn't win it. So, I mean, until you win it, you know, we're still basically waiting for another 28 years to win a championship. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's, um, I think, I think that game was a good game. And it was all, like I said, opportunities like for the Niners to win it and they just weren't able to win it. But, you know, it's funny because the Niners actually played Cincinnati this year and they played the Rams. They beat both teams in the regular season. They obviously lost the Rams the postseason, but, you know, the, 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 the Cincinnati Bengals, Almost, I mean, that game went to OT. Same with the Rams game week 17, but the first time we blew them out, 34 to 10, I believe. It was final. 30, 31 11, 31 10. Mm-hmm. And so basically, um, you know, the, the, the game against the 26 23 in OT. And Cincinnati, that defense was, was just, and when I saw what they did against Kansas City, I mean, it really just like, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, you know, like this team is just here to play. Your Bills almost, your Bills almost, almost gave them a run for the money, too. I mean, they almost won that game, you know. No, that was a great game. Um, in the whole that was a phenomenal. And Josh Allen, man, I mean, what can you say about, you know, hey, five TDs, like one with 30 seconds left? Like, like what more can you do? What more can you do? But yeah, pretty much kind of um, with that said, I do think so with the um, I think I think I think kind of with what I saw from the Rams and kind of with, with what I saw from the Bengals and they played in the Irish this year, mm-hmm. I do think the Bengals are a little bit more of a grittier team, if that makes sense. Like oh, they're a team that, you know, and they kind of have that dog yeah. in them or kind of, kind of like that dog mentality where it's like, you know, the underdog mentality where they come in every game and it's like, okay, we're underdogs. Okay. We got to go out there and prove it. Take it. It's our moment. So, I mean, that's kind of what sets them apart, you know, from many, from all the teams left um, or the only other team left is the Rams. The Rams on the other hand were like, I mean, they technically should be here. I mean, you know, with the talent, the acquisitions they made, the OBJ, Von Miller, Matt yeah. Stafford in the off season. Um, I'm almost I'm almost lean towards the Bengals because of the kind of what we said, you know, kind of just 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 I'm riding. I think I think they're riding so much momentum right now. I I don't see them unless they just completely lay an egg and the, the Rams come out to play. You know, I mean, I, I I it's hard for me to see the Bengals actually losing the game. Yeah, yeah, I doubt. I, mean, I doubt. I doubt that they are. You know, they'll they'll just lay an egg. It's gonna be close. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be close. close. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, definitely be close. close. Either way. Definitely in the close game, by the way. Yeah. Now let's talk about now let's talk about basketball, man. Your Bulls. What you what you, what you guys say? Demar Derozan, man. Demar, I didn't know they're gonna be this good. I knew they're gonna be good, but I did not know they're gonna be this good. Yeah. Like I I I was one of like the Zach Demar complainers, but not the serious complainer like it wasn't going to work. But I was complaining. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So kind of what do you? What, Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I was gonna say, kind of, uh, what are you, what are you expecting? What are you expecting now? You know, heading into, heading into the second half of the season. Mm, I expect him to be at least a top four seed. I ain't expecting yep. to get the the first seed. Right. So, like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I ain't. This is this. I ain't not see this coming. I did not. <laughs> well, as a four seed, how do you see them faring in the playoffs? Against like uh, Milwaukee, Philly. Now they like as they because now they're the one seed. If they if they mm-hmm. was the fourth seed or the first seed now right now. Go ahead, tell me, tell me, tell me both scenarios. Oh, if it was a fourth seed, I expect 
lose the first first round. But now that I see like the completion of this team, even though they are hurt, I actually see them. They just legit. It's just a big man away. Legit, a big man that can just switch on pick and rolls. That's all they really need. They got two twenty-five point scores. They got they got Zoe. He's the the ultimate utility man. He's the X factor. Vooch, automatic twenty and ten. And I believe it's a it's a hopefully uh, Pat Williams comes back after his wrist surgery. It's it's still a chance he might come back. Well, I don't. It's gonna be a lot of noise in the playoffs. I could definitely, definitely. You can see them kind of work. What were you saying? You can you can see them finishing half. I, I, I can see them making it. I can actually see them making it. I believe they might go against. Uh, I'll say I'll say the Sixers. I think if they win against the Nets, they'll just whoop the Nets. Kyrie ain't gonna be there for half the series, so it's gonna. I think they'll it'll be a close game with the 76ers. So you think series. Oh, would you say so would you say second round or, or, or conference conference finals or NBA finals? I mean the Sixers the second seed. I think they're gonna keep that. Especially as a rumor out that they might trade Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons yeah. off for um for James Harden. That happens. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my it's goodness. gonna be it, I would not be surprised if they meet up in the conference finals. I, I would not be surprised whatsoever. They got this, the Bulls got everything they need. Just a big man away. The 76ers got everything they need. They just need a they just need a legit extra guy to help James Harden, not James Harden, <laughs> Joel and B. Hey, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Definitely, definitely will be crazy. No, definitely will be crazy to see kind of how it all shapes out. You know, I think that. Um, yeah, I think I agree with you. I think I think they have natural advantages against the Nets schematically. You know, if the Ben Simmons trades actually falls through, they've been talking about it all year and last year. <laughs> mm-hmm. If they actually make the move, they pull the trigger on Ben Simmons on, on the trade, then yeah, that'll definitely work in Philadelphia's favor. Um, I've always felt that, you know, they've always they've always been a two guard away, a one or two guard away from being like, you know, like the best big man, little man team in the East. I wouldn't even say a two beat. guard. I'll just say yeah. another twenty plus score away. Yeah, but I I think the issue is when you have a power forward like like Ben Simmons who plays close to the basket, and you got Joel Embiid who plays close to the basket. You know their styles don't really complement each other, right? They play they they they're very ball dominant. They're you know they're they're all they're, they're great post players. You know, but Ben Simmons wasn't was he's been criticized for his lack of shooting. He's been criticized mm-hmm. for his lack of you know finesse. So he worked on it this offseason and, and he came out. Really, I mean, you know, I thought I thought it looked okay, but I, I mean, ultimately, when you, I yeah, I feel bad too, but. I, but you know, it'd be cool is you know if they train to Sacramento and the Kings end up you know well, getting getting Ben Simmons like a franchise you know altering player for a struggling teams because that team hmm? he just got to change his mind he got to change his mindset he's he's like he got his mindset he yeah just look he just got criticized by the team but you gotta you gotta push through that you gotta push through right. that that's an actual rightful complaint you ain't being aggressive right. enough was he even play, was he their team's point guard though. I know he's a point four, yeah. but was he primarily yeah, playing he was. PG? He, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah you got to set the tone. You got to at least, <laughs> like, I was looking at his stats the other day. He took, like, out of that series last year, he took, like, like what, four shots in the fourth quarter? Yeah. That's inexcusable. That's inexcusable. I'm not even saying if he was, like, a, a what, a second, third option. He ain't, If he's not an option, even if he wasn't, even if he was, like, the fourth option. You got to shoot it. You got to put some shots up. Or they just going to sag off all game. This, this ain't going to work. I wish it could. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I mean, your points are valid. I mean, I think that, you know, you got to just kind of – and that's, that, that's what he was criticized for. So we'll see how it happens with Ben You know, I'm interested to see his MVP race right now. It, look like, it looks like Jokic – Giannis and Embiid. Do you think DeRozan has DeRozan climbed his way into that into that conversation? Uh, yeah, no doubt. He's definitely in that convo. I don't know who can he. I don't know who he can push out out the MVP convo, but I think he can get to that top three. 
He could push people so. out. Probably, so. probably Giannis, a good chance. Even though he's a, even though he's a stud. He's a fucking that freak. Autom- <laughs> that man is a automatic thirty and fifteen without a three point jump shot. This is man. Just imagine Ben Simmons had that. Just That's- that mentality. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I think that it would it would have been interesting to see kind of you know how you know the situation would unfold if um if if Philadelphia had 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 a reliable second option, you know, I don't think it would change Joel and Beef's position in the MVP conversation, right? But I do mm-hmm. think it would it would shake things up a, le- a lot more in the East, you know, than the, it is right now. But um, yeah, we'll see. And obviously my Lakers, LeBron James, you know, he deserves to be in that talk too, but I mean, the Lakers, you know, they're kind of just faltering. Yeah, LeBron should never ask for Russell. He should have took that Buddy Hill. (laughs) So, yeah, Buddy Buddy Hill would have been a a great asset. Kind of, let me get get your perspective kind of now with the Lakers. I mean, mean, we pretty much mortgaged our future away for Russ. (laughs) So what what are you anticipating now? Lakers, they're going to have to either – Stay out the playoffs, uh, getting that play in to get eliminated. <laughs> it's either way, you, either way, you just got to stay home. Either way, you going either to way, the crib. Yeah. yeah, they got one way, one way or the other. That, yeah. that team is too old, too old. They got to put some youth in now. Crazy to think but, on the on the on the second anniversary of Kobe Bryant's passing, Lakers wore twenty four and twenty four and the eighth seed <laughs> in the West. Hysterical. <laughs> Hysterical. Yeah. That was meant to be. That was yeah, meant well. to be. Man. Man, yeah. It's the NBA is gonna be interesting to see. I mean, I hope I hope I hope Demar DeRozan well, I hope he keeps playing at this high level so we can see him elevate. Hey, what do you think about uh if the Lakers trade Russell for John Wall straight up? Ooh. I think it will work. I think it will work. Way better than what Russ doing, even though they got the same high usage rate. I do think I agree with you. I agree with you on that because if you look at it from the perspective of kind of um, kind of uh, of kind of the scheme and kind of what they're trying to do, Vol mm-hmm. will get lion's share of, of the blame for not being able to adjust the scheme to kind of cop to fit Russ in. But really, I don't even think it's a matter of Russ of Vogel adjusting the scheme. I really think it's just a matter of the scheme just not working, like. Uh, uh, no, sorry, no, no, sorry, not the scheme not working. I think it's a matter of Russ not adjusting and not playing well. I'm, That's it. Russ I is got, just not I playing gotta get, well. I got to give Russ some credit, though. The last few games, he has been playing better. You can't you can't just discredit right, but, what he's trying to do. But Yeah, but that's you know what? You're right about it. Kind of your, your point about usage rate is so, so key because when they traded for Russ, AD, LeBron, Russ, three players who have kind of, was I think, with top 10 usage rates, in the NBA, like, I mean, they need the ball in their hands. Like, the reason why Miami worked with Bosch and Wade and LeBron was because Wade and LeBron learned to play off of Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch learned that's, to be a third option. That's the key. That's the key. I already knew once Russ got to L.A., it wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to work because who's the guy to have an off-ball skill? Right. Who? Who? Le- LeBron never played off-ball like that. Never. He always been the point forward on every team he's played for. AD was naturally always had the ball in his hands. So he's expecting a dominant point guard in Russ that always had the ball in his hand to say, all right, I got to work. I want to do my off ball game. He don't have an off ball game. When the last time you seen Russ come off a screen, <laughs> give me a pin down, <laughs> like give me a pin yeah. down. Maybe hit a mid range jump off the catch. No, right. I don't expect LeBron <laughs> to do it. <laughs> AD. Right. No, he's going to be right on the, right on the block. Give me the ball or mid post. Right. That it was gonna mesh. It was never gonna mesh. No, it was never gonna never. mesh. From the uh, jump. I already knew when I seen it. Yeah. And that then I mean you're right. I mean, like you said, like kind of the way that they play and kind of how they're used in different types of schemes and kind of they're even I mean, you know, like you said, what they're good at doing, you know what I mean? Like cutting across mm-hmm. the backside, being able to find the open lane, being able to Rebound, being able to you know dish, mm-hmm. you know Russ loves to get his Russ Russ loves to get his numbers, but even, the teams don't really benefit. You know, even with uh, LeBron to Miami, yeah, D Wade had D Wade had off ball skills. 
even though it's not as quite as high as like a Rip Hamilton, he still had he still had the ability to come off a screen, come up, come up a pin down and hit a mid-range, hit it off the yeah. wing. Chris Bosch, he had to be that third fiddle, but he had off ball skills in terms of his catch and shoot. I don't think AD want to do that. So yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not a good trade work. can happen. Stamp it. It's not going to work. <laughs> stamp it. <laughs> I don't need to stamp it. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. The visual yeah. proof, like just from jump. I, as soon as the trade happened, like it's not going to work. The only way I can actually see it working is Le- LeBron. I know he's playing the center, but if he goes to the point, Go back to the point. Make Russ be the two. Make Russ be the two. Have AD and Russ work off the pick and roll. Or make LeBron work off the pick and roll. But just somebody to control Russ' output. That's all you really need. And he need to play better defense also. His defense is kind of last day of school unless he's in the game. Like it's a close game. He, he stopped playing tough defense. He got to play better on defensive end. Yeah. That's for sure. 100%. No, I agree. I agree 100%. No, your point's about So I think John Wall might work. If you get to your, to your original question, I think John Wall might work. You know? John? I mean, it's worth uh, Man, free John. Free, free John. John. <laughs> free John. <laughs> he don't what deserve this. What team is he even on? What team is he even on? I haven't been in the Rockets. The Rockets. Yeah. Because they're in That's a why. rebuild, they just kept him in the cage. Let that man free. He don't deserve this. Yeah, John Wall and the Lakers might be might actually be a really good look when you consider everything we just talked about, your points you made. And, and I guarantee you, he got John Wall, he developed his off-ball skills. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. I guarantee yeah. it. Well, shit, let's see what happens, man. Looking interesting. Rob Palenka pulls the trigger. You know, you heard it here first, man. I mean, John Wall might help Lakers get back to glory. Well, you might go to the Clippers and fuck y'all Lakers up even more. <laughs> The Clippers always been fucking. Hey man, you remember back two years ago when uh, when the Lakers won the championship? I left my hat on the plane, my my finals hat, you know, because mm. I remember how much I, I remember the mess you were talking. You were like, "Man, the Clippers, man, the Clippers gonna come out and win this chip. They gotta win this chip." Y'all and the rest of Clippers fan were talking about they're gonna win this chip, and then when they get <laughs> to the second round, they have a three-one lead. What happened? They it 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 it, 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 it Chip City. Became what? Flip City. I mean, I, I'm not even sure what the term is. Man. They just, they was Flip City because they, they, they had 3 1 lead and they ended up losing three straight. So, I mean, they, 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 they basically, or they basically flipped the script. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. You can't say Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers got the protection in the second seed. Man, you you, I mean, how about, how about now? How are the Clippers looking now, right now? I mean, and they made a good trade. They made a good trade. You can't you can't even deny that. They got Robert Covington and, and Noman Powell. Yeah. They 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 gonna do some damage. Yeah. Those, but you know, wasn't it wasn't it amazing when the Lakers won that year and then and then and then, and then you and everyone else saying the Clippers have to win, the Lakers gonna get destroyed. I mean, y'all y'all just have to take that. Like you, you mean you have to whoosh, uh, like take it in. Like, you know, what's what Skip say the bubble championship? (laughs) (laughs) The Mickey Mouse thing, bro. I'm not trying to hear none of that. Listen, listen, listen. Before, listen, before the pandemic, Lakers were the one seed. Listen, before the pandemic, Lakers were the one seed. They beat the Clippers and the Bucks back to back. They were what 52 and nine, something crazy, like. I mean, they were gonna win either way. It had the the, the, the I, bubble championship. I mean, we had. I mean, they played the Heat though. Like, they wasn't even at full strength. I wish they. I wish like Gordon Dragon wasn't hurt. Then I'll see the like them at full strength going head to head. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I still think I still think Lakers would have won um, yeah. because that matchup was would still favored. Yeah, but the, I agree with you. I do the, think. What was the series record though? It was what was it? It was four. Did it was four. I think it was four two. Four two. Four two. Okay, I think they could have yeah. won an extra game. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe one actually went four three. Mm-hmm. They probably still lost, yeah. but it would have been more competitive because they were great kills, killing I, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy was Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy was, just had, 
<sighs> I miss Jimmy, man. Yeah. Jimmy went on the Bulls, man. Perfect piece. Mm-mm. But hey, DeMar DeRozan's feeling DeMar DeRozan's feeling that gap, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, Definitely. So I mean you so, so, so you still miss Jimmy or you are you or, or are you good? For, for me, hey, I could take Jimmy Butler, man. That's a dog in your team. But obviously DeMar DeMar's DeRozan? better. DeMar? Yeah. Shoot, I love DeMar. But he ain't the better defender, though. That's one reason why I was kind of – that's one of my complaints was the defensive end with Zach and DeMar on the same team. But in terms of them yeah. working together on offense and running a team, on that side of the ball, I had no complaint. But I just complained about the defensive end. Yeah. How locked in those two will be because they're not locked down guys. Yeah. You remember You remember when we played a charity basketball game and then, like, everyone was clowning you because because you said you were about to have 25 points, 10 assists, and, like, 10, 10 rebounds, something like that? Man, I had some damn checks <laughs> on, too. I had some yeah. on. <laughs> I sure thought I was going to get at least, like, 15 rebounds. Something crazy, right? Get them Bill Russell numbers. Bill Russell. <laughs> 15 points, 15 rebounds. Give me, like, six assists, two, three steals, two blocks. Let me get your opinion on something, because this is just something which, which I think. You know, I think Dwight Howard was snub of the 75th anniversary team. And uh, yes, yeah, uh, definitely. I think we're listening to this. This, this is just my opinion. I think Damian Lillard should have been swapped out for Dwight Howard. Dwight should be in there, so I don't have no complaint. Yeah. But for yeah, Dame, I mean, yeah. But Dame, no. Nah, Dame. I think Dame had too many historic moments. Even though he he don't got a ring, he still got historic moments. Mm, he's obviously one of Trailblazers' greats, so that should put it be put into account. Mm, but the, switching out Dwight, no. I can't can't switch out Dwight. He got too many Defensive Player of the Year awards. And he yeah. got he went to what what two finals? One the final with yeah. LA. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, NBA finals against Kobe. Yeah, you can't you can't deny that. Yeah, that's why that's why I mean just like just based on resume, you know. I mean, I I would take Dwight over Dame. So some people think Dennis Rodman, I but I mean I still think Dennis. Yeah, you offer Dame because Dame. it was a Dame over over Dwight. Yep, and free Dame too. <laughs> free Dame too. <laughs> hey man, Dame. I mean, shoot. I mean, they were talking about him going to Philly, but then that that just fell through. I'm not sure why. Now he got he got to let the loyalty thing go in the NBA. This this, this yeah. league now. Hey, you got to get in where you fit in. Yeah, they ain't they ain't showing you no loyalty, especially <laughs> with that trade. Especially with that Clippers Clippers trade. What are you doing? They obviously trying to kick this man out the door. Yeah. Free Dame. Free Dame. You heard her first. Free Dame. Let me also let me also read some kind of final things about the Super Bowl matchup. Cincinnati's first Super Bowl appearance was 1988. Um, LA Rams' first Super Bowl appearance since 2018, uh, which is when we played together. The uh, the Rams mm. were actually and the Bears beat the Rams that year, if you remember that. Yeah. Um, the regular season. Um, so obviously Matt Stafford, his first ever Super Bowl appearance, Joe Burrow's first ever Super Bowl appearance, uh, Sean mm-hmm. McVay's second appearance, Zach Taylor, first ever appearance. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's, I mean, this is a lot first in this game, man. OBJ's first ever appearance, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, 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 there's a lot of riding on this game for a lot, a lot of these players, a lot, a lot of great narratives. So, yeah, we'll it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great, man. What do you think about the I'm state just... of the NFL right now? Say the NFL. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. What are you going to say? Finish finish earlier. No, no. no. You said you said that. No, you were saying something about the Super Bowl. Go ahead. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I kind of forgot anyway. Hold on. What am I about to say? Dang, man. (laughs) (laughs) Go, man. We talking as we go. I remember. Go ahead, bro. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was gonna say to stay the NFL after Tom Brady retired because I had Cortez on uh, last week. You know, one of our one of the guys on Carnage. Kind of. What do you think? One of your teammates actually running back. Kind of, what do you think right now of the same NFL without Tom Brady? I miss Tom. I'm gonna miss Tom. This is yeah. like his one of his best years in his career. He just gone. 
Like, man, he leaving a lot of years left on the table. Yeah. He leaving at least like a good five, like a good least the least three, the most like the most like six. And to be honest with you, I might even say seven. Because he obviously gonna have a line to protect him. He's already a very good thrower of the football, short and mid. He leaving years on the table. I do not remember locking his chance again. Oh, and I was kind of thinking uh, with Tom, he can obviously bring bring in players to come in on cheap deals. Yeah. So he's leaving a lot on the table. I was going to say, one thing we we're missing in the Anthony Chandler game was basically um, a guy who could push the ball down the field. I thought there were a lot of opportunities that Debo got open, Kittle got open, Ayuk got open, and Jimmy couldn't push the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. I think that's something where, like you said, Tom, when I watched Tom play against the Bears that year, you know, the 2018 year, you know, uh, he basically, he was able to beat the Bears. Two, I think he had 277 yards, three touchdowns, but it was all it was all through the short mid-passing mid, uh, mid, mid game. The, the the kind of the you know, the short play action the slants the bubble screens, yep. and um, he plays smart. You know that yeah that 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 that's what he's very highly efficient. But he's also he has he's a phenomenal arm talent. He's so cerebral and he's so gifted in reading defenses. You know we're definitely going to miss him. Obviously the goat, but yeah I think that the Niners should prioritize trying to get a quarterback if trade does not work out, or if, if trade works out whatever right. If trade works out we don't have to worry about it right. But I do think hopefully mm-hmm. you know if trade works out then we should be okay. I mean, you don't move up dra- all, all that draft capital, you know, for a guy who you're just going to have to sit, you know. But I always feel like the Niners have always been that one quarterback away, franchise QB. And Tom Brady obviously was that guy when he went to Tampa Bay. Peyton was that guy when he went to Denver. Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford has gotten the Rams back to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So I do think if you have a phenomenal arm talent, the rest will fall in place. Um, so we're going to miss Tom for sure. De- definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still like up in odds because, man, we we are not gonna see a quarterback like that one, like this high number of championships, Super Bowls, in a long time. Yeah, there's, there's a chance that Patrick Mahomes can be close. Uh, Joe Burrow, I could actually see Joe Burrow going to another Super Bowl or two. Honestly, we got Josh Allen. You got you got my boy Lamar Jackson. Oh man, it's gonna yeah we're not gonna see that anytime soon. No, we definitely right. won't. But we're but but the league but the league's in good hands because because of all those names you mentioned: Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, yep, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Who am I missing? Anyone else? I mean, you got Deshaun. But Deshaun, yeah, Deshaun is still is he still a superstar quarterback? He's still a superstar talent. Shoot, uh, man, that's really it. And Russ, Russell Wilson, but yeah. I don't think he's gonna he ain't gonna reach that. He's not gonna he ain't gonna reach another Super Bowl, in my opinion. Unless he like, mm, he got to probably have a chance to, but I don't see him winning over two rings. And flat out, no, I agree. I agree. No, I mean, I think it's. I mean, it would be cool if he does because, you know, I've uh, I had Alex Shame on the show, you know, recent Seahawks signee, and if he's uh-huh. able to, you know, make the final roster, you know, it'd be cool to see because I, I got to see Russell Wilson play the Bears. The Bears ate him up <laughs> that year, twenty eighteen, and so I mean, you know, I mean, uh, uh, that's just kind of one. Yeah, I'm kind of. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if if he can, if he can. A lot of Seahawks fans are excited for Russ, you know, this year, but I don't I don't know. I mean, we have to see what the team brings. Um, yeah. So a lot of holes in Seattle's, you know, offensive defense. So. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh. Cool. All right, my brother. Let me show you this again. Ooh. Show the top. Show the top. Cal Eagles. This yeah. is 2012. Why you put it upside down, though? Oh, right. There you go. You got it. <laughs> What's the other side? What's the other side? Got to show, gotta show the haters. Yeah, got to show the haters. Say it. You got to show the haters. Yes, sir. Let me show you ours. Yes, sir. You know this one. Oof. I got to get mine. Yes, sir. You got to get yours, my boy. Yes, sir. Man, you'll get one. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Okay, Alex, what are your New Year's resolutions? Anything to close out this episode? Resolutions? Hmm? Stay motivated. Stay prayed up. 
say thank God for your friends, family, and friends. You know what I'm saying? I said friends, family, friends. Mm -mm -mm. Just think, just be, just stay motivated. Yeah, be won't reach for it. Aim for the stars, shoot for the moon. But remember to have progressions and celebrate, drink oh. responsibly. Celebrate and drink. <laughs> like that. It's almost like commercial. You know, <laughs> hey, you, you have to hit these four or five things and you got to close out with celebrate and drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey, man. No, 100%. No, I do think you have a lot in store. You know, obviously looking forward to seeing how your social media marketing uh, management career takes off. Looking yeah. forward to seeing how your music career takes off. Looking forward to seeing live shirts. You know, continue going, man. We had so many great memories, moments again on the gridiron, my brother, man. It was great. You know, it was a great time, great season. You know, thank you for also being loyal, you know, even after the Falcons and coming over and being able to kind of, you know, be there, you know, out off the gridiron, kind of with the relationships and more memories we had, you know, hanging out. And, mm. you know, obviously, mm. you know, when I need you to give me a ride from the airport, you got me, you know, to get me from Deerfield. And so, hey, bro, thank you. God bless. You know, I appreciate yes. you. Um, yes. We definitely got to do this anything, again. Anything, this anything for fun. We, oh, we'll do it again for sure. And, you know, one of these days, you know, I mean, well, I'll come out to Chicago, or uh, you can come out to Cali, and uh, you know we'll make we'll make some magic happen. Oh, for sure, that's love. That's, that's love. love. Uh, my brother Alex Tenard, folks, ladies and gentlemen, check him out. Al underscore ten, Alex Tenard on Facebook. You got any other socials that you want to drop? Hey, that's that. You already got you already got my socials already. That's it, baby. Hey, Alex, man, take care. God bless. Take care. Stay safe, my brother. You, you too. Appreciate you. 100%, bro. All right.